Good day, everyone. And can you believe it already? It's Good Friday, April 2nd, 2021. Wow, God has uh, brought us a long way. And we have a lot to be grateful for. I am grateful that you're joining us because we want to just really share with you an encouraging Good Friday message um, based on, yes, I'm going to read the whole story, but I'm going to probably elaborate on just a few of uh, the, la the last words of Jesus. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so very much for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We ask you to forgive us of our sins, O oh God. Lord, we thank you so very much, Lord Jesus, for another opportunity where we can read your word and we can hear your word and we can learn of you. We want the Holy Spirit to come in and change our habits. Help us, Lord Jesus, heal our land, have grace and mercy upon us, Lord. Father God, forgive us because, Lord, we want to say thank you that you, Lord Jesus, on this day, the symbolic of this Good Friday, O oh God, you went to the cross and you died for us. And for that, we are extremely grateful, Lord Jesus. So we bless your name and we say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. I pray blessings on you on the reading of God's word. We're going to turn to Luke chapter 23, verses 33 to 56. And then I am going to just go into a few things, as I said, that God placed on my heart. Um, here we go. Luke 23, verse 33. When they got to the place called the skull... Now, the skull in Latin is referred to as Calvary. In Hebrew, it's Golgotha. When they got to the place called the skull, they were crucified. There they crucified him. And along with the criminals, one on the right and one on the left. And Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing and they cast lots, dividing his clothes among themselves. Now the people stood by watching, but even the rulers ridiculed and sneered at him, saying, He saved others from death. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up to him and cruelly offering him sour wine and sarcastically saying, if you are really the king of the Jews, save yourself from death. Now, there was also an inscription above him, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who had been hanged on a cross beside him kept hurling abuse at him, saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us from death. But the other one rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? We are, just, we are suffering justly, because we are getting what we deserve for what we have done. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he was saying, Jesus, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. 
Jesus said to him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Verse 44. It was now about the sixth hour, some say about noon. Darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, around till 3 p.m. Because the sun was obscured, and the veil of the Holy of Holies of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had taken place, he began praising and honoring God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. All the crowds who had gathered for this spectacle, when they, had, when they saw what had happened, began to return to their homes, beating their breasts, you know, their chests as a sign of mourning or repentance. And all this and all his acquaintances and the women who, are, who had accompanied him from Galilee were standing at a distance watching these things. The first thing I want to discuss here is just Luke 23, verses 33 to 34. When they came to the place called the skull, you know, Calvary, Golgotha, there they crucified him along with the criminals, one on the right, one on the left. And Jesus saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. It is so awesome that this shows Jesus' close relationship with the Father. Because now Jesus is in pain. And he didn't start saying, get them, Father, because they are giving me, they're inflicting a lot of physical pain on me right now. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. And how we need that message every single day in all of our lives today, not just on Good Friday, is forgiveness. It's a very powerful thing. To elaborate even more about thinking about that someone is inflicting pain on you and you're being crucified for, for doing nothing wrong and still asking the Father to forgive them for they know not what they do. I want to read Isaiah 53 verse 12. It says, Therefore will I divide him a portion with the king, with the great kings and rulers, and he shall divide the spoil with the mighty. But he poured out his life unto death, and he let himself be regarded as a criminal. And he numbered and be numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore and took away the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors, the rebellious. It says it here, even in Isaiah 53 verse 12, that he made intercession for the transgressors. And that's exactly what took place in Luke Chapter 23, verse 34. Jesus is asking, Father, 
I intercede with you for these transgressors. When I think about it, you know, that old song that says, while he was on the cross, I was on his mind. That exposes how much Jesus loves you and I, ladies and gentlemen. Because even while he's about to die, he's still praying for us. And for that, we have to be grateful. He's praying for those who, who was crucifying him. And we're to be like Jesus. And this is very challenging to me, and I'm sure every single one of you, that it makes me think of how Jesus loves us, but how he loves us and forgives us when we ask for forgiveness of our sins every single day. Every single day we sin against him. And yet, when we ask for forgiveness, he forgives us of our sins. But what really matters here, ladies and gentlemen, is our response to God's love. Well, some of you may say, well, pastor, you don't know what these people are saying, these ugly, disgusting things that they're saying about me and what they're still doing about me. And they're spreading lies about me, stuff that they think that I'm the same old person that I used to be. And or they just they just they can't get over it that I'm a different person now. And they would love to remember me only by the kind of person that I was two months ago or 10 months ago or 10 years ago. But there's no, in, in their mind, they still see you as the same person. And they're still spreading um, gossip and wrong things about you. And it hurts because it comes back to you and, you. and you hear from other individuals and the people walk up to you sometimes. Oh, I heard this about you. And, and you know it's not the truth or it, that's not been true of you for maybe 10 years ago or two months ago. When now that you're right with God. Allow me to read further. The second thing I want to thrive on as I continue with more scripture, Luke 23, verses 39 to 40. It says, one of the criminals who had been hanged on a cross, you know, beside him, kept hurling abuse at him. You're suffering and these people are inflicting physical pain beyond measure on you. And these individuals around you, right next to you, it's like a nag. It's a nag. It's a nag. And they're, they're just hurling insults upon insults upon putting you down and talking bad about you and just hurling insults consistently. That's what they're doing. They're hurling abuse at him saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us from death. But the other one rebuked him saying, do you not even fear God? Since you are under the same sentence of condemnation. Here's another amazing example, ladies and gentlemen, of while Jesus was on the cross. While I say, that's why I say he had us on his mind. Let me read Ephesians 4, verse 32. It says, be kind and helpful to one another, tenderhearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Some of you 
like myself and everyone in this world, we need to pray. Not just on this Good Friday, but we need to pray all the time about forgiveness because it is a choice that we must make every single day because He forgave us of our sins. Listen to this, pra- Listen to this regarding prayer. Mark 11, verse 25. It says, Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Drop the issue. Let it go. So that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others. So it's saying that as you pray, if you have anything in your heart and God's Holy Spirit brings something to your heart, to your mind, Oh, Father, forgive them. I forgive them, Lord. I forgive them. Just as when Jesus was on the cross, he's dying for our sins. And yet, even while he's doing that, he's being, you know, he's just getting insults upon insults that's being hurled at him. And still, he says, Father, forgive them. What an example that we are to be with, uh, be like Jesus this Good Friday. Listen to also Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 to 15. It says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. So it says here in verse 15, but if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive your trespasses. So, and it says here in the Amplified, that's why it, 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 it expands a little bit more. If you don't forgive the other individuals, what you're doing is that you're nurturing your hurt and anger and it interferes with your relationship with God. And we at Respondency here, we don't want you to hinder anything. We don't want anything come between you and God. You have to have a great, wonderful relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your personal Lord and Savior. Now, in reading that, I want to read two more Bible verses that should bring you great comfort, but yet it is challenging. Matthew 6 verse 12 says this, And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. See, that's a prayer that Jesus taught you how to pray. And when you're to do that, you're to let go both the wrong and if there's any resentment in you, just let it go in Jesus' name. Let me continue. Ephesians 1, verse 7. In him, we have redemption. Hallelujah. Through his blood. The forgiveness and complete pardon of sin in accordance with the riches of his grace. 
the Amplified, it, 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 it gives a few words in between that I absolutely love. It says, in him we have redemption, that is our deliverance and salvation through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of his grace. That's a good Friday. In fact, that's a very good every day because of his precious blood that he shed on the cross, symbolically on, on Good Friday, for you and I, ladies and gentlemen. What a blessing that we have forgiveness, a complete pardon of our sin because of his, he's so rich in his grace and his mercy. The question is, do you confirm Jesus as your king in your life because as I look back for the thief to say remember me he is actually acknowledging that Jesus is a king who is the king of your heart your heart and who's the king of your life he says, remember, he said, you know, when you, would you remember me when you get into your kingdom? So he's acknowledging Jesus as king. So how else would he have said that your kingdom? You don't just say that to anyone. You say that to those that is a king. So who, ladies and gentlemen, is the king of your life? The question is, are you sure when you die, will you be with Jesus? That's why he died for us. Think about that. There's so many that I know that when it comes to, you know, the things of God, they actually say, oh, but I don't go to church. I didn't care about if you went to church or not. I didn't ask you that. I said, how, you know, if, if, if you die, will you be with Jesus? Well, I don't, I don't believe, I don't, I don't, I'm not religious is what one person tells me. Well, you know, my family is religious, but not me. I can't stand it. I can't stand because the, the way that they are, they, they turn me off. I've heard that. What I can think right now at least 10 to 20 different times that I've heard individuals saying that. In other words, they base their relationship with God based on someone else, not Jesus Christ. But Jesus is saying here, you, 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 have you can have redemption in, in, in me by the forgiveness through my blood. If you accept me as your personal Lord and Savior, we have to think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me continue. Luke 17, verses 3 to 4 says this. It says, pay attention and always be on guard, looking out for one another. If your brother sins, he misses the mark and disregards God's precepts, solemnly warn him. And if he repents, feeling sorry for having sinned and changes, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. That is, Give up the resentment and consider the offense that you have against them. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot emphasize this enough. 
as we reflect on this Good Friday and all that it means. And there's so much more that it does mean. As I said, I'm just, work, just, just on two points alone on a few of the last words of Jesus. For him to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgiveness is a very powerful thing, ladies and gentlemen. See, God cares about us so much that I want to just let you know, here 2021, forgiveness is so powerful that it brings peace. It brings peace of mind. It can help you, and this is going to probably hit you hard, is that when you have forgiveness, it can help you not to gossip. Because it's like, yeah, I remember what they're saying to me. I know what they're doing right now. But, Father, I thank you. You're forgiving me. And it helps you not to gossip. Forgiveness can also help you to have a healthier relationships. Because you just, well, you know, what she did, what he did. It, it, it's, it, it helps you to have a, 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 a healthy relationship because you're forgiving. But also you may question, but why? Why are you saying that? It's because you're no longer pretending. You're not pretentious. You're, you're, you're not being a fake in front of them. You truly have forgiven because you think about that Jesus died on the cross, symbolic of Good Friday or what he did for us. And you think about how he says, Father, forgive them for they know now what they do. And we sin every single day and we have to ask him for forgiveness. And he forgives us by his grace and his, and his abundant mercy. That's why it helps you in our relationships. And as that other scripture that I read, it says, he doesn't want to hinder your relationship with God. So if you have a hurt with someone who could be a Christian or maybe not a Christian, they have nothing to do with your relationship with God. It's your choice. Because forgiveness is an extending of mercy that they do not deserve. If someone has hurt you, guess what? You're, you're extending forgiveness that they do not deserve. They're no longer in your life. They have not asked you to forgive them, but you have forgiven. You're no longer carrying you know, a baggage and a heavy load anymore because you're just thinking, Father, the way you have forgiven me, <laughs> I know I didn't deserve that, but because of your forgiveness, I forgive them. Just someone just forgiving. Just forgiving. In other words, they don't, don't sit around and say, well, that person, did they do this or did they not do that? Did they do this? Is it based on, I don't know if I'm going to act this way towards them. Did they do this? Did they remember? Did they? It, it's, you, you sit around and you just harbor and you remember and you, you think about all. Did this person, based on other words, how I'm going to treat a certain individual or group of people is based on how they have done things to me. You know, we've all probably learned that on the streets, but that's not the way Jesus Christ wants us to live our lives. He wants us to, to put that in the trash. That's like a trash thinking, to be honest with you. It's not based on, because when he was on the cross and he, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Did he say, well, they didn't do this and they didn't do this and he didn't do this and she didn't do this. And he loves us so very much. So forgiveness Let's us have gratefulness. Gratefulness that you have been forgiven. It gives peace in the midst of a storm even. 
by saying that, Lord, I might be going through this and that, but my eyes are upon you because I'm grateful to you, God, for, your, for, for the forgiveness that you have imparted to me. So, ladies and gentlemen, we must tell Jesus that we're sorry. And we're to ask him, Father, please forgive us of our sins. Isn't it awesome that God forgives us? And this is why I'm harping so much on this, is that this is a choice you and I, every single one of us, must make every single day over and over and over and over and over again every single day. Forgiveness. The last scripture I will read with you today is John 3, verses 15 to 16 and 17. In order that everyone who believes in him, who cleaves to him, trusts him, and relies on him, may not perish, but have eternal life and actually live forever. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish. In other words, you're not going to come to destruction. You're not going to be lost, but have eternal, everlasting life. For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge or to reject or to condemn, to pass judgment on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be safe and sound through him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Father God, we thank you so very much for this Good Friday and for so many more things that this represents this day, God. We think about when he said, I thirst, how much we're to thirst more for you, Lord Jesus, on the cross. We're to be thirsty for you, Jesus. I pray you help all of our viewers, our listeners, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would strengthen them and bless them. Help them, Lord God, in this awesome area of forgiveness. Let them reflect on how much you, Father God, have forgiven them that would help them. For them to have so much peace in their lives that they can forgive others in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Ladies and gentlemen, would you just renew your hearts? Those of you that are new that you would like to accept Jesus Christ, pray with me. For those of you that just need, you just need to renew your heart because you realize that you've been sitting around, you've been laying around, and you've been talking about people. You've been realizing that you've been wanting to treat others just based on how they do things to you. Did that um, cell phone, did they, did they text you? Did they, did they private message you? Did they like you on social media? Did they, based on that, that's how you're going to treat that person and you're going to bring it up to them the next time you see them. You can't wait to tell them off and see, see well, you know, well, you didn't do this and you did, and God is saying, can you imagine if Jesus would have said that? Well, I'm not going to forgive them because they didn't like my post. I, I'm, I'm not going to forgive them because they didn't text me. Um, they didn't remember um, 
my anniversary, my birthday, I don't know, something. Just come up with the daily, necess- daily stuff that you may have gotten irritated about based on someone's actions. And, and the father saying, God, you love me so much that you died on the cross that all who believe in you should have everlasting life. So ladies and gentlemen, continue to pray this. Father, forgive me of my sins. Help me, Lord Jesus. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I acknowledge that, Lord, I'm truly not a bag of chips and all that. I am just truly not there yet. I'm under construction, God. I need your help, and that's why I'm coming to you. I am thirsty for you. I want you in my life. I'm asking you to renew my heart and my mind. Let me continue to think about how you have forgiven me so I can forgive others. So, Jesus, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. I want you, Lord. I accept you for who you are. I love you, and I am asking the Holy Spirit to take control of my life. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, help me to read your word every day. Help me, oh God, to continue to hear good godly messages and strengthen me spiritually in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you. And I pray that you guys will join us as we're going to have a Resurrection Sunday um, message. Two of them on Sunday. We're actually going to be on the radio that all of you can on the internet can watch it. You know, listen to thewordorlando.com. Thewordorlando.com at 2 p.m. all over the United States at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you do have, you know, here locally in Florida, in the central Florida area, it's um, 101.5. FM and um, AM is 9:90 AM. But at 4 PM, I pray that you will join us here as we're going to have a YouTube uh, awesome celebration of Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, Sunday. You know, just I'm telling you, I can't wait for that in Jesus' name. And then again, we're just going to celebrate again all through the whole week with a Beavers Monday episode and another prayer meeting. So continue in the name of Jesus Christ to share this video with others encourage it i pray that you will subscribe in jesus name thank you for those that are sending in your tithe and your offerings and you just want to give and support the work of the lord ladies and gentlemen it's needed and we want to say thank you father god i pray blessings upon every single person may your word be manifested in their lives may you bless them and keep them May you supply their every need according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Help those, oh God, that may be commenting right now, Lord, in, in the comment area about forgiveness and, and needing prayer, God. I pray you heal them if they're, of their sicknesses, their physical sicknesses, God. And I pray you, you heal them in every area of their lives. Bless them indeed, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, every area and every prayer request that came in, God, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, that you send total confusion to the plans of the enemy for every single person. I pray you grant them unmerited favor, favor that they don't deserve. Just like how you have forgiven us, God, on this, God, that we, we don't even deserve it, but you will love us so much. So, God, I pray that you, O oh Lord, will bless them and grant them unmerited favor that they do not deserve. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We thank God for you. And don't forget to do this very thing unto the glory of God, unto the glory of God only. Stand out and shine for Jesus Christ. God bless you.